and welcome to the DMs Book Club, a podcast where we read about some Dungeons and Dragons and discuss how we might include it in our role playing campaigns. With me, as always, is Hamilton. Hamilton, Hello. how are you? Hello. I'm all right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I um, I've had a nice bank holiday weekend painting yes. floors. So I saw. Very yes. exciting. I was like, oh, someone's having a productive weekend. Yes, <laughs> like, definitely. No, no rest for the wicked. I think. No, exactly. Literally, I am in agony from below my knee to above my hips because I've been on the floor and like my mm. body's just not used to it. And now oh. I'm in my thirties <laughs> doing. <laughs> physical activity that's uncomfortable for like a day you're like wrecked for a week basically oh ridiculous how about you yeah i was gonna say i didn't do much over the bank holiday weekend i just played lots of video games did lots of readings we've got lots of stuff coming up what video games i was playing i played for the first time ever hamilton the stanley parable Oh, what a great game. Very good game. Uh, it's got Douglas Adams humour. It's yeah. all silly. And again, for those people who haven't played it, or, or like me, have lived under a rock, I'd go recommend it. It's like they've got like the deluxe edition out now or whatever. But there's, there's a part of it which talks about, look, we're just going to follow the line. And it's going to take us to the story. And he had this Stanley Parable adventure line TM, which I fucking love. And, mm-hmm. and it eventually goes, oh, this is just getting silly. Just ignore it now. Yeah. The narrator <laughs> and, is so, so great. So great. But now I want to include the Stanley Parable Adventure Line TM in one of my one shots. When anyone <laughs> yes. casts like hidden paths or something like that, you're going to have something like that. And you're like, just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. You played the original Half Life. I know. I've, I was, I've played everything but the original. I know. Sorry. Look. <laughs> sorry. I'll tear up my geek card. Stroking my eyebrows, if that makes any sense to people. That's like I'm trying to calm myself. <laughs> Stroking eyebrows is definitely like a super calming Ooh. technique, right? <laughs> I didn't know that. Enough about the lack of my nerdy and geekiness. Hamilton, what are we talking about today? What is our What are we talking topic? about today? Yeah, what is our quick topic of choice? Our quick topic of choice is the mm. fact that uh, Wizards of the Coast did a like a one-two hit where yes. they put out a, a UA of Heroes of Crin. Uh was it just before Christmas or just after Christmas I forget uh, it, I know time seems like an illusion but it definitely was very recently it was very <laughs> it was, recently wasn't it yeah. it, was like, it was like a month and a half ago uh, oh, yeah, in I can't remember. real life time we've already talked about it yeah we thought we were super quick we thought oh we're, we're hip and happening yeah exactly <laughs> And then they go and give us the second punch with the left hook and tell us that they've, uh, they've revisited it and changed it all. Uh, in the, the, <laughs> so, so suddenly all of our content is out of date. So thanks, thanks, Wizards is the case. It's thanks, Wizards. But then we could argue they're like, well, we've just given you double content because you now get another another go at it. So yeah, it's very interesting because this is the first time I I'm I've heard of that they've given us UA of UA. And essentially, there's this whole thing of <laughs> UA of UA. Yeah, UA of UA, essentially. Mm. Uh, uh, unearthed Arcana, essentially. Half the stuff, um, they've gone, great, we'll keep that. We'll keep that mm. for that Dragonlance book. And some of it, they've gone, oh, it's not working. Mm. <laughs> so we're going to rewrite it. <laughs> We've seen a lot of changes when they go, oh, well, now here's the book. And then the book's mm-hmm. got differences, like uh, Herring, uh, Rabbit Folk, Herring God, Herring, yeah, how have you said? Herring God. Herring God, that's it. That's how you pronounce it. And they made some changes to the, like, the way it hopped. Uh, and, yes. and so I think that was when that sort of change is like, yes, you can do that one and done. But the changes they made here feel like quite a dynamic shift and some quite big mechanics changes. So therefore, it probably does need 
retesting. Another yeah, another mm. play testing of it. And that's you know what it's as I was reading on the little video that they put out, lots of people going, "Oh look, wizards do listen to us," <laughs> which I thought was so <laughs> bloody funny. I mean, mm. to be fair, I think the previous UAs of stuff come out maybe like a couple of months before the book is actually out. Whereas mm. we've got Dragonlance, we've got a whole presumably year. It's going to be twenty twenty three coming out, so yeah. we've got a long time for it. First off, the thing that isn't in the Heroes of Crin Revisited, which they made at least six minutes of the 13-minute video all about, was the mm. it was the Lunar Magic subclass. They were like, everyone mm. loves this, so it's not in the Revisited because that's just going to go in. And you're like, yeah. that's great, because yeah, it, it yeah. works. It's quite interesting. We liked it. I think now the stuff with the high sorcery, uh, mages of high sorcery, etc., they've just got a little bit of extra flavor and a bit more tweaking in this document, which I'm, I know we'll go into anyway. Well, the only thing I did want, we did, we, did, we found confusing about Lunar Magic just reminding me of the point yes. though was that we thought it was funny that you could change your lunar cycle that you you focused on so that you mm-hmm. could go half moon full moon and new moon total eclipse, total eclipse. <laughs> that's a very uk reference sorry very UK reference if you like jaffa cakes or just google jaffa cake advert total eclipse but anyway yeah. um yeah no but we thought that it was funny that you could change it up uh, but that was the only thing we had to say about it but other than that we loved it so yeah, yeah. So, Fiona, yes. <laughs> taking control of the situation. Oh, no, give it... <laughs> Me give rambling. This is the trick, you know, you ramble and then you also take control of the situation so people forget you're the one that rambled. So, <laughs> so Fiona, stop rambling and okay, let's... <laughs> Tell me what's changed. What's the key changes? What are the key changes? Well, let's start with the first one. And I think mm. I'm in two minds about this one. But let's talk about let's talk about Kenda. Let's, yeah, let's talk, talk about, about Kenda. Kenda. So mm. ultimately, the big sort of rewrites that Kenda have got, they've mm. got a new sort of introduction. Yes. Which includes about the with the gods as well, which mm-hmm. is quite good. But they've removed two of the key sort of elements from the playtest. So they've removed the brave ability and replaced mm. it with fearless. And all that means is that they are now immune to being frightened rather than just getting advantage on the saving program. Okay, that's quite cool. I think that's actually quite cool, to be honest. I think that so. differentiates it from other halflings. And then they've also got uh, something called Kenda Curiosity. So again, buying into that idea of, is, you know, they, they're curious people, they're going on adventures, falling into mm-hmm. portals and stuff. And all that is, is like, oh, you get proficiency with at least one of the following skills. Okay, fine. But mm. then they've got rid of the Kenda Ace ability, so that idea yeah. to pull things out. I love that. I love that as well. And I'm a bit shocked by it. I think maybe, pe- I wonder if, because we sort of joked a little bit about, oh, well, you know, maybe there's that whole sort of, oh, they're, they're a bit like light finger, they're taking stuff, etc. Because you could like, you could roll on that table previously and get lots of money. So you'd be like, I'm paying for stuff. And then you leave without paying your tab or something mm. like that. But I don't know, maybe they're trying to rewrite that sort of like, people getting a bad rep etc so i can I see that i think yeah i think there was the chance for the a- the kenda ace to be used negatively and i think that makes sense but then also i think they could have just rewritten it to be just a more cool because it's such a cool idea like yeah. the idea of like luck it was like a play on luck because they're using yeah. it's like halfling traits which were like the, the fearless is, is a much more fun way than brave because yeah. i think that i think that makes it i think that's cool particularly when you're going to be Probably fighting dragons again. I don't know. <laughs> you fight dragons in Dragonlance, right? I assume, right? With <laughs> that, lances. Yeah, that must be it. That must be it. Yeah. That's all. That's all we know about it so far. So. <laughs> and lunar magic. But so I like the fact that you would be fearless because that that yeah. makes a lot of sense. And then because you're going to go up some against things that are very intimidating, so that makes mm. it works. But then, yeah, I think the aces was fun. But I do like the mm-hmm. curiosity because it's a bit more of a role play fun idea, mm. and it again 
puts that that twist more to that's probably why they've put their the more of the the knowledge of the god in there because yep. the god of craft and and creation and therefore mm-hmm. gives something particular i think that's what more people are bemoaning sort of like the loss of their ace ability but we do get like you said the fearlessness and the curiosity so i think it's it's okay it's just you a bit know like what you could do what could you do have both <laughs> in your own game why not well it's true like again yeah. i've spoken to people who have actually because this, this is something that has been part of the kenda from previous editions uh, mm. and stuff that they did have like a whole table and it could be maybe they pull out like an actual magic item and all that sort of thing mm. so you could definitely homebrew it as you want it's just i guess it's it's one of those things well if it's not in the book it's not canon you know and you're like oh boo so what but we say all the time that you can do what you like the books are just <laughs> references so don't bother buying them they're the inspiration but just add add and subtract as you do, they so wish really all you need is in your own head that's exactly. uh, you don't need any of this anyway let's not ruin the whole thing let's not ruin this let's not ruin this stop don't don't stop listening um so. <laughs> hamilton i'm gonna yes. i'm gonna hand this back over to you now so what's new with the feats in this what's document. new with the feats well like what what like generally you don't have to go into too much detail because i'll help you on that part but <laughs> <laughs> well so it, it, as we said it doesn't focus on the sorcery as much it does bring back the feats of the adepts which do yep. relate to it but not the the class itself yep. but what it does is it gives you uh it sort of reorganizes the backgrounds which is what mm-hmm. they did have so that sorry to reiterate in the yep. in the original one they had backgrounds which then came with feats that were part of a build uh, a, a sort of a progressive background which is something that we've talked about in what was it called uh strixhaven there strixhaven, was yeah. similar yeah. things in the fizz bands there was not the there was a similar thing where there were the dragon uh, like gifts dragon gifts, gifts dragon right? gifts which you could use as feats and they could stack it's not in the same way as a background but you could stack them up by basically going and killing loads of dragons which is yeah. not a great story but, there you go. but that was yeah. the point is that you could gain benefits this way so this one yeah. has this ability uh, so it reorganizes that but it then brings in this time some additional feats from the place handbook mm. into it and it gives you a uh, a level bonus a level bonus feat and it reorganizes those as you see them and it's mm. kind of it's kind of freed it up so whatever background you choose for your war of the lance which is something that we didn't yeah. hear about last time, did we? Mm-hmm. No, no, um, no. Character, you gain bonus feats as Dita below, and you can gain the bonus specified in that background, obviously, but it also says that it has the ones that are in that plus skilled, tough in the first level, and yep. then in fourth level, alert, mobile, sentinel, and warcaster, which everyone loves. Everyone loves warcaster. Yeah, the, these are all really good combat uh, feats you know like sentinel is a really good one basically if someone tries to leave your space you can stop them from leaving your space yeah. and all that sort of thing that's pretty good yeah. mobile you know obviously you're moving quicker etc alert means that you're just super bloody aware yeah. like it's you know everything that's going on sentinel is great actually if you're a pally or fighter any fighter class really it is a great like um frontline sort of yeah. uh player the only thing I would want to clarify mm-hmm. is that obviously you get this at level one, you can get any mm-hmm. of those sort of those sort of feats, fine. And then you get to level four, so that's after you've had the subclass pick, mm-hmm. fine, that's no worries, so you're specializing. But then usually at level four you have an ability modifier or a feat. Yeah. So does that mean you you can get two you can get feats? Two feats, yeah. 
Ah, I wasn't 100% sure if that was That's the case. What I think I think it's you gain another bonus feat of your choice from either the first level or the following list. Interesting. Now, my reasoning for why I think they've done this is in the first sentence. In the sense of whatever I can choose for your War of the Lance. The War of the Lance. So it is like the Strixhaven where everyone gets magic because you're in a magic school. So it makes mm. sense everyone has magic. I have a feeling... Based on the fact that they said in D&D Direct, it's going to be Miniatures Game, which is about mm. the, uh, the what's it called again? The, oh, I've forgotten what it's called, the D&D Direct Miniatures Game. Uh, is it called Heroes of Crin? Is it actually called the Heroes of Crin? I think so. Yes. I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. Is it the Dragonlance minis? Yes, minis game. game and yeah. I think that this setting is our first. And I think the first in 5e, if the hundred, apart from maybe uh, the Descent into Vernus, proper war game, like war setting mm. campaign. This is your season two critical role war campaign. Mm. But I think frontline attack and with that i think they're giving if you look at as we've just mentioned mm -hmm. alert mobile sentinel warcaster mm. skill tough are all very combat focused yeah being in battle i yep. imagine that's what we're going to have i imagine I the campaign's so going to have that sort of setting so that's popular. yeah no no i think you're completely right yeah because it does talk about that whole thing that these are special characters who have experienced or gone through something and that sort of yeah. flavors something so it totally makes sense i guess for me i just like whoa two feats at mm. level four that possibility of doing that is amazing but again you know somebody might yeah. do like the ability score improvement as well because right. again this is where i can't remember off the top of my head how many um ability score improvements you get in it's like because that, that means you just get one Four, extra three i forget this oh geez oh. i have to just look look at rogue class let's let's google da, da, da. creating uh we go quick build you get it at fourth eighth tenth twelfth sixteenth and nineteenth in a row mm. so that is five five so then so yeah then you could get so sorry then then you get six with the double thing then so you get seven. Five? You could have seven feet. You could have seven feet because you have five of your... If you did an ability score increase, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, sorry, there's six. One, two, there's... Jeez, <laughs> if you're a rogue, you get one at fourth, eighth, right. tenth, twelfth, yeah. sixteenth, yeah. yeah. and nineteenth. So that's six. You could have eight feet. If you were playing like a rogue character. If you played a rogue character. For War of the Lance, bonkers. That's that is one heck of a scout, right? You, <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? You are going to tool up, right? You're going to just... That's... Plus all the amazing stuff you get as a rogue anyway. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's that's, I mean, I think it's very cool. I think... I don't know about yourself, Hamilton, when you make characters of like... I tend to go and use the feats and stuff. For me, this sort of idea mm. of having it sort of baked in the in the sort of development of the characters and stuff it feels very much video gamey that you really get to customize and choose what you want with the characters and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with doing ability score improvements or anything like that but it just feels like okay we can really get oh you can get an extra attack you can get well that's eight out of 20 right i mean you get you get subclass things as well on top of that but you think your eight out of 20 of your base class is actually given up to your own pick and choosing that is a second class in my eyes basically that mm. is multi-classing and so mm. you could really but it's like tailoring to what your play style is as someone who's i'd say though i've been someone who's rolled very poorly yes, with my that, stats that's the thing. yes and so i have been stats, forced like, into yeah. like i had my paladin best my best stat was a 13 in charisma as a paladin <sighs> right that was my yeah. best role Mm -hmm. And I just hit the like 76 is what we chose as the number mm -hmm. that you had to hit, like just got it because everything was like middling. 
Yeah. I just had to take the first one. I needed yeah. ability score improvements because I just can't live. I can't live I with can't my. Live. I can't live with my spell save being eleven. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Pretty That's poor. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I guess maybe if you want to do only feats and no upgrades, mm. it's like you'd find um magical items and stuff like that. But I agree. It, it yeah. is it's just, just this is me going if you've got like even this, I think I suppose standard array. I I don't know, because yeah. we could do a whole and I would say possibly wow. very boring episode talking about rolling versus standard arrays versus point by versus <laughs> playing a game show. <laughs> versus playing a game show. The Dragon Duel special. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. Just thought I'd go quickly through some of mm. the changes that, and I thought for maybe the last part of this episode we talk mm. more about the knights of salamnia stuff because yeah. that's where there's been the biggest changes but just 100%. to quickly go through so divinely favored that's just changed so that you can get one cantrip one spell mm. based on alignment still and augury you get augury now can you remember what augury is uh, i can if i look it up very quickly <laughs> <laughs> augury a uh, second level spell mm-hmm. You receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. The DM chooses from the following possible omens. So wheel for good results, woe for bad results, wheel and woe for good and bad results, or nothing for (laughs) results that aren't particularly good or bad. (laughs) So yeah, it's just a basically like what, you know, a sensing of things essentially, Mm. um, but as a spell. So, and that's it. And and that's anyone that takes that feat can cast that spell. Which awesome. is, you know what? It's a nice little flavor some spell. Quite yeah. good. No, no problem with that. The Initiate of High Sorcery. So that is just now one cantrip from the wizard list and two from the new list. Uh, and it's these. this list is sort of named rather than two from the evocation school, two mm. from this, etc. They've actually narrowed it down to like, it's either this or this, which is easy enough for me because I'm yeah. not having to look through what is yeah. school of this. Which you can do easily on D&D I Beyond, know. I know. But I'm just yeah. being whiny about it also warlocks are evil still oh yeah oh obviously they're evil <laughs> yeah that's the only <laughs> again it's so stupid that they've still got that alignment evil equals warlock spell list okay <laughs> it's so funny and then looking at the adepts overall so there's only been little tweaks here so they've got rid of the alignment for the for the feet so you don't have to have yep. a non-good alignment to be uh, of the black robes you don't need to mm. uh, a whatever alignment for the for the white robes mm. they've got a little bit of flavor so they talk about the free moons of kryn which is nice mm. yes they um, do They've changed a little bit in terms of the initial, uh, like, so their initial ones, like the insightful magic, uh, the ambitious magic, and the protective magic. They just changed the schools ever so slightly. I guess it's trying to be more in tune with what the flavorsome is of that. The only one of real note, I would say, is the life channel from the adept black robes. So instead of this ridiculously convoluted, like, use hit points but then half that hit points and then you roll them and then the damage it's now just like just add all the hit points that you're going to spend and roll that rather than roll the half of what you're spending yeah no i think that is much clearer (laughs) it was like it's like it was probably made more sense from like a like a balancing point of view but then who the fuck is gonna be but also like i I feel a bit shit like oh yeah i'm gonna spend eight of my hit die wait that means i can only roll four of them yeah no that is just ridiculous because you won't you wouldn't. That's you the wouldn't. thing. Because they shit. are so precious, particularly well, particularly if this is going to be what we're assuming to be a you know war based thing. You're going to need time to. You're going to need your hit dice because you're not. You're going to have short rest when you can and stuff like that. Exactly. And no, exactly. also as a as probably a sorcerer, 
you mm-hmm. or a warlock possibly you are probably going to be using your you use those short you, rests you need frequently. them short rests you need yeah. you need sleep you need cat naps for days you don't need long rests you just need short rests basically if you... exactly that <laughs> well then finally let's look at mm. the knights of solemnia sort of feats yes. and stuff so i think we we joked a little bit about it last time going when would you ever need a mount when would you ever need these sort of things well uh, when you're well, in war well you're in war clearly but also <laughs> What's been very interesting is that they've rewritten uh, the Knight of the Crown, the Knight of the Rose, and the Knight of the Sword feats to include yeah. manoeuvres, these sort of the fighter manoeuvres, battle type sort of things, which yeah. at some point, as I was setting off recording, that we should do an episode on, because I have no clue really about battle manoeuvres and stuff like that, which mm. are, again, it's another way of just playing the game. Even though fighters are usually, this, it's always said like they are the easiest ones to start with, but, but they're also the most customizable because yeah. you can do all sorts of things. Certainly with, I think it was... Tasha's or one of the books recently which said like if you want to make a boxer take these battle maneuvers if you want to make an archer yeah. take these battle maneuvers so yes. you can do so much with them and there used to be loads more in the older editions which mm. were there was some good like uh, there was some good ones we talk about the harmonium a little bit and other things but they used to have a guard class in that which mm. allowed as a monster but it gave them tactical benefits if it was a captain and uh and a lieutenant, like a standard one, that mm-hmm. could work together to give bonuses to each other in defense and stuff like yeah. that. So you could have like martial abilities. It can get really, you could go even more complex if you so wished as well, which I think is kind of fun if you want to make that. I'm just going down this idea that they might be making this more tactical game, board game thing, that this is where that sort of comes into, into effect. Yeah, I think so as well. So um, all three of them now have an ability score increase, mm-hmm. uh, including these Knight of the Sword, which I, I don't know if we clocked it last time. No. Instead of what it used to have, which is like proficiency in intelligence, wisdom, or charisma saving throws, it, that's now just an increase in one of those things, which I think is just a little bit fairer. We were sort of saying off podcast, it was, kind of makes sense, even though it's like, oh, oh, oh well. But yeah, each of them gets a two maneuvers of stuff, so, like, the Knight of the Crown gets Distracting Strike or Goading Attack. Mm-hmm. The Knight of the Rose uh, gets a Commander Strike or Rally Maneuver. And then, finally, Sword gets Maneuvering Attack or Menacing Attack. And mm-hmm. I appreciate uh, they all maybe sound similar. I'm sure they're all mm-hmm. very, very different. And they all, you know, add something different to it. So, again, you can really specialize. Mm-hmm. Certainly, if you're building a fighter for War of the Lands and you're getting stuff like, not even, if you do get, like, Knight of the Sword, but then you're also going to get, like, Mobile or... Um, yeah tough sentinel. all that sort of thing yeah. Yeah, Sen- sentinel will be amazing on top of this as well mm. so the other thing as well is it talks about superiority dice again we'll come to this probably in a later episode this is what you use to roll to add to your maneuvers essentially uh currently they're all d6s but then they become all d8s and you get two more when you take one of these feats as well that's i mean it's a d8 at level four for like extra stuff yeah. it's nothing to be sniffed at really it's like um I can't remember too much about like Bardic Inspiration. I don't know what level that goes up to D8s or anything like that. It's all usually a D6 really early on. Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually you go, ah, oh, D8. Well, I think the thing is as well, like uh, I realized this when I was playing low level D&D in a group, that you realize that spellcasters have it very easy because it's about saving throws. And when, when you've got low abilities and you're fighting low level monsters, it's better to make the dice roll on their half to fail. Yeah not on yep. you to succeed a hit. So yep. mages and sorcerers always do better with numbers because you're yep. putting the the dice roll on the on the monster which is also yep. low level rather mm-hmm. than putting the dice roll on you which is low level. Yep. So um when it comes to this when your your maneuvers is pushing you on saving throws on to players you're giving that ability to martial classes. So I think that's what makes it kind of 
more yeah. powerful. And also, every single one of them is Battlemaster. Again, <laughs> it's war. <laughs> war. Yeah, everything's attacking, everything's sort mm. of like, yeah, combat heavy, which is good. Finally, finally, mm. Hamilton, we have to talk about the backgrounds. So the Mage of High Sorcery, no mm. changes there. Great. Nope. But I'm sorry to report, Hamilton. I know we were very sad when we realised this, but they've removed the tool proficiency of a musical instrument from the Knights of Solemnity. They have. <laughs> and I think oh, it's fucking disgusting. I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm so upset. So they should upset. just kept, even if they wanted to give them two bloody languages. I know, Music is it... a language. It's a language of life. <laughs> Uh, so if music be the food of love, play on. Exactly. Well, it is. It's it, music is is a direct representation of the universe. It's like what stupid. <laughs> I also like the flavor it gave to them because it 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 is a very tiny minuscule maneuver to make yeah. something very like this idea that they're always singing songs around the campfire. Yeah. There is something about like musical training. I don't know. There's something just kind of like makes it unique about these knights that always have a musical instrument on them and now <laughs> it's gone i was just looking now if they were proficient in it but they didn't have equipment so they never had the musical instrument on them they just were proficient in something <laughs> like, <laughs> i could like, play guitar if i had one if i had one <laughs> <laughs> i am fluent in the accordion but i decided to leave it at home <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it wasn't quite wasn't it's not quite uh you know easy to carry but you know it's that kind of idea i don't know you know you need a bagpipe player if you're gonna go into battle right like oh like, yeah like oh what are they called the the lone piper that's it the lone piper as you're yeah. about to go off to war a thousand percent you'd have that yeah exactly so there you go i mean it's a very quick sort of rustle through like just checking these things out but i think it's quite <laughs> rustle through. i like that idea rustle like through, rustling like, paper <laughs> oh, oh look they've changed something i'm just um, is it just me or am i imagining a little mole in a tux in like a little in a little tweed coat going Oh, they've got rid of tall positions. They've got rid of the bloody musicians. We're going to tell Hamilton he'll be so pissed off. <laughs> yeah, why does this mole sound like me? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if anything, it's cool that this is their sort of working progress because maybe they've just got enough lead yeah. time to make the changes and stuff. Yeah. And, and the fact there's been a bit of a quick turnaround to be like, okay, it's not working what yeah. could we change and now we've got this out and yeah. who knows there may be yet another revisited one again i think they could be revisited I, revisited like reloaded i think the night stuff now it like makes sense to me and i think you could fit it in a bit better i am sending them feedback on the bloody musical instrument though I oh, are you, See if you get any, like... i've never done it before it's the first time i'm wow. gonna send feedback well, send send a feedback on the Kenda Ace ability as well, and they'll probably send you a little email saying thank you for your contribution, and then you're put on some sort of list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to get on the musical instrument list. That's it. That's, that's it. What have you got in the works? What projects are you up to? What's I have new no with you? Clue. You never have a clue. <laughs> what do you normally do what do i normally do i normally do some stuff i do some stuff on the dragon stool twitch we might not we might be moved over by now we're part of t4c we're doing fun stuff we've got another project that's coming out soon that would be fun i've got mm-hmm. some fun ideas for a spell gemma that i'm going to tell fiona all about later but oh. i can't tell now because we've got, we've got other things to do um yes i'm morky borging it up as I yes. as I want, as I am want. Do you want to advertise your little thing? Oh yeah, then? I made a I made a class. You can get it on itch.io if you search the Tome Gorger. It's basically mm-hmm. a weird wizard class. It's what I thought is how do you make a wizard class for a Doom 
doom punk rpg metal, metal rpg <laughs> yeah. and i thought you make it so they actually consume books and gain powers and so that's yeah. what they do this this weird a huge mouth creature that you become could go around and just eat books and gain benefits and uh that's what they done the tome gorge so yeah you can find that on itch yeah so i'll do that yeah, and i'm gonna do i've got some more got i've got a couple more got a couple more Merkborg ideas coming up. Merk, so that's, I should that's say probably. Yes. I'm more key. It's Merkborg, isn't it? What are you doing? <laughs> what? Who? Where? When? Who? What? When? Uh, so I am Fiona. I run the What Am I Rolling podcast, which is a twice monthly RPG one shot podcast. As always, it's going very well. We do a whole range of different systems, all the way from sometimes Dungeons and Dragons, but not often. We do solo RPGs. The Long Haul 983 is finally out. It's bloody good. Bloody oh. good. What? Listen to it. The reviews are coming in. I think I think people like it, so that's quite nice. <laughs> yeah, quite the reviews are coming in. <laughs> <laughs> the reviews from my friends who I've paid to talk about it. No, no it's bloody... No, seriously, I'm, I'm not saying this because I know Fiona. Even if I didn't know Fiona, I'd be like, who is this person who's making a really cool thing? Who is this person? And I want to collaborate yeah, exactly. with them on more things. Yeah, so. so yeah, if you're into solo RPGs, check that out. We've got done quite a few on them on there. Mm. We've got some fun ones on there as well. Hamilton's... Actually, you've not been on where, have you? No. We've, we've done... Oh well, I've we'll not there. mentioned it. I've just been sitting there going, "Oh, Fiona's always constantly like, <laughs> I'm just going to oh, introduce no, no. never, never invited once." Everyone at home, oh, no, how, how bloody how embarrassing. embarrassing! That's nearly we've known each other for about a year now, Fiona. Nearly a year. Yeah, I know. A whole we've done a whole season of uh, DM's Book Club. I'm going to tell you, people, this is really actually awkward. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I just assumed that you've already been on it. No, oh, no, you no, no. Even, also, you just thought, oh, he's so boring. I'd have forgotten. <laughs> I'm going to wrap up this episode very quickly. Oh, oh. <laughs> the hole is so, <laughs> Yeah, I'm just shifting on. Well, before I, I go to the center of the earth, um, you can also get an offer code. Uh, if you type in DMPC into checkout at Third Space Gaming to get 10% off your first order. And who knows? Maybe you're going to save it up for one of those war games in next year. Or I think you'd get it on the Radiant Citadel instead. Yeah, because that's going to be awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. That is going to be yeah. fun. Well, I'm just going <laughs> to shovel myself down into the hole of perpetual embarrassment. And until next time, folks, thank you so much for listening. And we'll speak to you here next time. See you on the flip See side. See you on the flip side. Take care. Bye. Bye. Well, Hamilton. Ha- Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton. Well, Hamilton. Well, Hamilton. Yes. Oh, now yes. I've fucked it up now. Fiona. <laughs> Great. Hello. We are meeting for the first time. I do not know this man. Fiona. <laughs> Fiona. 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 Hello, Fiona. Fiona. Hello. Um, 